Hey, Gritty friend. So happy you are here. Welcome to season two, episode four. And today we're talking about all things content creation. And really, it's the buzzword in the business world of social media. And let's be real, who hasn't struggled to come up with a few fresh ideas? It's easy to fall into the trap of just tossing up your products onto a, a post or program promos when you're feeling overwhelmed, creatively blocked or simply uninspired. I mean, I'm raising my hand that I felt it before, but don't worry. We've all been there. The challenge of coming up with valuable content can be daunting, especially when writing doesn't flow naturally to you or when you're worried about repeating yourself, like people keep seeing your posts over and over again. So today we're going to focus in on actually overcoming that content conundrum. We're going to talk about both the what and the how of crafting captivating posts that will keep your audience engaged. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to The Gritty Coach. If you're feeling overwhelmed, unfocused, or even stuck in your business, don't worry. I completely know where you're coming from and I've been there before, but now you want to get some clarity, a plan, and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you are in the right place. My name's Erica and I'm The Gritty Coach. Just a little about me, I'm a veteran, a wife, a boy mom, a twin mom, and a fur mom. And after 20 years in the Navy and my unique life experiences, I am here to help you smooth and polish your business practices through what I like to call gritty love. So if you think you're tough enough, sit back, buckle up, and let's get gritty. Welcome back. So content creation can be difficult in a world that is optimized for those who have money to hire a social media marketer or an agency to handle this for them. So the solo producer out there is working so hard to create content that is both of value, but also marketing and getting it known for what their actual business is. So how do you do both without sounding spammy and how to write when you're feeling uncreative? I mean, these are like the biggest questions out there. So some days content is so easy and others, <laughs> other days it isn't. Sometimes I just resort to throwing up a product. Um, here's my program. And we just call that sort of post and pray something that you just pray that something happens. I just throw my products up there and just pray that something happens. And we've all seen the buy this because it's so amazing. It has the best results and you are going to have the best products and mine's the best one out there. Like we've seen those all product based, no value, no nothing. Everybody says that their results are amazing. Everybody says that their products are fantastic and that you have to have them because it's unique and no one else has it and nobody else can do it, right? We've all seen that. But what is the value? That product part is great in getting know, to know what products you do have, but is not the reason that people are going to come out and buy. They're going to come by for the value of what you've provided them. Now, I've had these days over the last three years. Believe me, it is hard to create the content over and over again. Um, you feel like people have seen it before, so you feel like you're repeating it. And we've always talked about that. The algorithm in social media um, makes it so that not everybody has seen all your stuff. I know the three, 4,000 people that are considered my quote unquote friends on instinct, um, on social media are not seeing every post that I actually come out with. I know that. And I know that if somebody has seen the post twice, they can just disregard the first one. They're probably not going to see it all jammed up together. 
So the thought process that you're actually repeating yourself, it's probably better to do that. And then they get to see it more. I mean, we talk about the consumer generally needs to see things or a potential customer, I should say, generally needs to see things at least seven times before they're inclined to buy. They need to think about it. They need to think about why it's good for them. They need to know, like associate the feelings with it. Like if I do this, I will feel so much better, right? They have to develop all of this. And that just doesn't come right out the gate when they see your product for the first time generally. Okay, again, last week we talked about outliers. There's always an outlier. So this week's no different in this discussion. (laughs) There's always the outliers where you see something once and you're like, oh, gotta have it, gotta have it. That looks so amazing. And you jump the gun for it, right? This is the TikTok made me buy this (laughs) kind of thing. So they're, they're the few and far between the outliers. Nowadays, my you know, my blocks for creativity are much fewer. And I really want to talk about why. First thing is, is I am better aligned with what I'm doing. So my content flows much easier. When you fight against whatever you're doing, because you're not completely aligned with it, you're struggling, there's something going on, there's a block, there's an obstacle. When you are doing that, and then you try to go out and create content, you are fighting yourself. And what happens when you start to fight yourself for that, for that part is that you are literally wasting time. Your mind is not in it, so you are working twice as hard to force it into gear. And instead, it's kind of like a manual car um, stick shift. You are trying to put it into gear and you don't have the clutch in or you have the clutch in and you grind it to get it in there. You are literally going to hurt yourself pretty much trying to force it. And then again, wasting all that time. So you're not even being productive because you are spending twice as much time trying to force the idea than not. And instead of just trying to figure out what is the block around, right? What are you having the obstacle? What's getting in front of you? What's not sitting right with you? And just kind of giving that a minute and then trying to deal with that piece. Like what is it that makes you feel uncomfortable about what you're trying to do or is stopping you? Then you won't be, it won't come to you again. The other piece that I know is that I know what problems that people in my world like the people that see my stuff, I know what what problems they have and what they need to help them, right? And I know how to help them. So I specifically talk to their needs. You specifically have concerns about time management, which, you know, is really kind of managing yourself, not time. Um, You have problems staying focused. You feel overwhelmed. You get stuck. You have a hard time uh, doing the things that you need to do each week because there's no accountability because you're by yourself. And it's challenging to try and constantly get yourself motivated when you used to have, you know, when you, if you've ever worked at corporate and there's always that lingering boss over your head, I have to produce, I have to get this done. I'm required to get, do this. Here are my deadlines. Much harder for the average entrepreneur to get that done on their own every single day when you're at home and you're constantly being pinged between home and family and business and whatever external factors there are. That is where my people struggle the most. And I know how to speak to that. And when it comes to things like that, it comes very, very easy. So my goal is to spend more time helping and providing value and getting them moving past than it is to just sell my program. That's the easy part. Actually being able to help them is the part where I'm, that's what I'm in it for. And when you're in it for helping other people, the the selling will come. People will naturally gravitate to you and they will have trust and credit and you will have the credibility and they will value your opinion about the products and then they will buy. They will buy because they fall in love with you and what you have to offer. 
because you are speaking their language and you are helping them. Your goal in coming across how you speak to them doesn't come from like a scarcity money mindset, like I have to get the next client. It actually comes from, I want to genuinely help people. I want to make their lives better. For example, I hold accountability sessions for my clients. I will see what obstacles and objections they keep running into. These are the areas and that are constantly causing problems for them. I'm there to help them overcome the obstacles by looking at them in a different way. Having an objective person is always helpful to see the bigger picture. And clients are really always deep into their programs that they have a really hard time to see a way out. So what I do is when, when I start to notice that a client or clients start having these issues, a lot of that starts to become content because I've start to see a pattern within people that I've connected with and that pattern becomes content. And I don't talk about the client specifically. I always talk about in generality, like, Hey, my clients are starting to have problems with this. If this is a problem for you, let me tell you how I help them. And that is really how I work to help other people based on my experiences with my clients. It's a very big generality, but I use that obstacle to say, Hey, if you're feeling this, because I'm starting to see a pattern here, if you're feeling this, here's what I can do to help you. I mean, ultimately that's why you're listening today is because there's a problem with content (laughs) and you've had the same issue and you were intrigued by the title and wanted to hear what was being said about how to create more content. Let's say you're a life, a life coach, a health and wellness coach. So you don't sell those products for health and wellness. You are helping other people try to live their best lives. You are working with them to figure out what is causing them to not live their best life and helping them to overcome it with this company behind you because you believe in their products will help, but you are really trying to help them live the life that they want to lead healthily. Like that is their health goals and you're helping them reach those. That is where you should be driving from when it comes to content. Here's the problem. Here's how I can help. You know, when the products come into play is how I get, this is how I get there. When I'm really having trouble sleeping, here's what I try. I try a warm bath. I try some hot milk. I drink some hot tea with no caffeine. And then I can also take my pills that are for that are melatonin. I take these gummies and they're amazing and they help me sleep and I get a much better night's rest. And I feel so amazing in the morning. That sounds so differently than buy my product because it's amazing. It will help you sleep. Well, no, duh. It's not about the product helping me sleep. I already know that. It's about how amazing I feel the next day because I have gotten a full night's sleep. I'm not being interrupted 25 times because my body is able to sleep more soundly. I don't hear every creak. I don't hear the cats running around the house playing with leaves and caps that they throw around and whatever because the cats love to play at night. I don't hear any of that because I am sleeping more soundly and I am reaching my sleep goals, which is seven hours a night. That is way different than if I just post my product. I'm literally trying to help people sleep better. And I do not sell anything as health and wellness. I'm literally just throwing this out there. So as just people out there, we read, we listen, we watch videos to see what others are doing in hopes that it resonates with us. And we feel like we can do that too. Like we want that for ourselves. We want that excitement. We want to feel good. We want to change a problem for ourselves so that we can have a better life ultimately. So today's topic actually was supposed to be something completely different. (laughs) It's funny. This is why I wanted to bring it up. Um, And it came to me, well, obviously, because it came to me, I kept struggling to actually get started writing my podcast episode. 
Um, every time I started to think about it, I would go and try to take care of something and do my, get some research. And then I would stop and I get lost in the scroll. And then finally I had to sit there and go, okay, what is my problem behind this? And my problem was, is that I didn't sit right with the content. Today's content didn't resonate with me originally. And then I was like, oh, well, if today's content didn't resonate with me and I'm not aligned with it, then I need to change. I should be talking about content because if content doesn't align, then I'm going to be fighting myself to try and do it. And I wasted an hour trying to get that podcast um, written, just screwing around and not doing anything. I literally wasted an hour of my time. I could have been doing a hundred different other things that were much more productive and helped me, but I wasn't aligned with what my episode was today. So I had to change it. And guess what? The minute I changed it to writing about content today, I could write in less than 30 minutes, the whole thing. So everything you're hearing today, all of my outline, making sure I had my stories, making sure I was being succinct in my thought process, because I do have to be succinct. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to be like, what is she talking about? Because my squirrels are going to be all over the place. All of that was done in less than 30 minutes because I was aligned with the topic. It hit home. It resonated with me. And I'm hoping that it resonates with you because if you're listening and you've gotten to this part, obviously you're having concerns and struggles and obstacles with content. So being that I'm aligned with my purpose, I know what I'm good at. And that is what I need to relay to others. I don't need to try to be good at something I'm not good at because I'm just, that's like faking it. I, you have to know what your strengths are. My strengths are talking to people. My strengths are accountability. My strengths are helping people stay on task because I, I know how to push you into the right place and continue to say, Hey, this is where we need to go. This is what you're working on. Let's set your goals for the next week. Let's work on these goals. What's stopping you from getting these goals? I know that that's my strength. That's why I'm here. So you have to know what your strength is too and work in that and don't fight it. Okay, so now when it comes to creating content and what to write, let's get into the crux of that piece. Again, you should be aligned to what feels right in that you are selling what you are selling. If you are selling a coaching program, then the entire program should be your passion, every piece of it. It should be really exciting when you get to help others. That should really make you feel good and fuel you to continue. The next thing is you must be a good listener and know their problems. Listen to what people are telling you. You need to hear them and you need to process what they're telling you and then be able to, if you can, solve that problem or ask additional questions. Being able to ask those questions that will get to the right piece where you can help them is important. Having them understand that you get where they're coming from, you understand where they want to be, and you can help them get there. So when I see my clients struggling with content, I will talk to them about, okay, what ultimately are the problems people have that you can solve? That's what you need to be talking about. If you don't have that answer, like if that's not a problem you solve, it is okay to bring in other experts in front of your people. Like I, I can't sit here and talk about taxes. It's not my expertise. I would bring in somebody else that like loves taxes and bring them in one because I want to buy everything they have because they're going to be so passionate about it. Nobody wants to buy any tax stuff from me because I'm not going to be passionate about it. It sucks and it's challenging for me. It is not my strength. Just like the tax person probably doesn't want to sell accountability. So it's okay to bring those experts in. If you realize that there are people in your audience that have other issues that you can't help, bring in the experts. It shows to your people that you don't feel threatened by it, that you are trying to add more value to them, 
that you are confident in what you are good at and what you are willing to outsource, that you have confidence. These are my skills and I'm not going to try to BS you into these skills because that's not my forte, but I will bring somebody else in. And that creates that trust. I'm not going to sit here and try to shove a bunch of stuff that I just looked up on the internet and, and claim that I'm the expert on it. I'm going to bring in the experts to come and talk to you who have done that research and have been doing that job for a long time. Now in my content where I take these problems and I, I add the value to be able to solve and help them and I ask questions to see if they understood and that's what you should be doing more of. You need to be serving people your desire to help others more than your desire to sell to them. And when you aren't leading from that money mindset, that creates that trust. Other times we just hit, you know, we feel like we've hit, we've hit every problem that anybody has ever had. And we've, we've run it. We feel like we've run out of content. I, how many times have you ever said that? Run out of, I've run out of content. I don't even know what to talk about. And sometimes you're fighting it because there's a lot of other things going on that are external to your business and they tend to crowd your headspace. And so creative juices can't flow. Like I'm not a natural writer. It is not my thing naturally. However, when there, I can, when the content flows well, but there are times when there's other things going on around me that impede even my best days of content flow and those I need to bring in some extra help and that's hard you hit a writer's block right but you still have to create and you still have an idea or a partial idea but struggle to seem to put it out there in a way that is helpful or translate to your people and so here's the second part um, to content writing now everybody's got feelings about using AI to help them artificial intelligence, but using these AIs to help you write content, not write it, but help you write it. And it's okay. And the not all AI tools are bad. Sometimes it is really good to just have that extra help. And if you don't have somebody to bounce it off of 24 seven, like if I don't, if I'm trying to do content right now, and there's nobody available for me to talk to, I need to have somebody to be able to help. It's my peak productive time, I've got to get it done. So I don't use it to create the idea. I use it to help get my thoughts logical, sequential, and complete, like complete me, um, help me translate it in a way that others can understand what I'm trying to say. Sometimes my ADHD brain gets in the way and things don't come out extremely logical. I literally probably have six degrees of Kevin Bacon at any given time. Brooke thinks I'm absolutely nuts. Most of the time I'll come up with an idea and like randomly I'll tell him something and he's like, where did that come from? And I'll be like, okay, well, this is how I got to that thought. I, I first thought about this, something triggered this memory, which made me think about this, which in turn made me realize I needed to tell you this. And he's like, I don't get you sometimes. I'm like, I don't get me either, but it did make sense in my head on how I got to that idea. So sometimes I need to help to complete my ideas and to put them in logical, logical ways that others can understand. And sometimes I use it to help rephrase an idea that I like, but it didn't maybe make sound right. Like I just needed some more help and making sure that it wasn't too wordy, which is probably most of this podcast, but that's me talking naturally versus an AI, right? You get more of the animation and then more tone and the excitement and the differences in pitch from me because it's all me, right? There's nobody else. It's just me. Today, for instance, I knew my episode was going to be about writing content, value in helping others in writing content. But that, it, you know, when I looked at titles, 
value and, you know, value and help in creating content. It's not an extremely great title. It doesn't even remotely tell you about what I wanted to talk about. And it and really didn't excite you to get to this, pro- to this point if I had done that title. So I used AI to help me create a title that was better than what I had come up with. So for this episode, I wrote my question three different ways as my first two didn't create titles that actually described my episode. Sometimes they don't, which also proved that if I'd done it on my own, it wouldn't have translated to you because whatever I was putting in there to write the question wasn't producing what I needed it to. So I obviously was not expressing myself even to an AI correctly. (laughs) That's pretty sad. Asking your AI to rephrase or even help you organize your thoughts to a logical point helps you on even your hardest hit days. If you are the one person show in your business, using AI tech is a life-saving tool. It, you know, obviously helps you have less frustration in writing content. You're not fighting yourself. So you get more time back in your day because you're not like constantly trying to push your brain to force it to do things. And you're less likely to give in to do it later. Like I'm not in the mood right now, so I'm just going to do it later when I'm actually in the mood and then you may not. It also increases your ideas because sometimes the AI will come up with things that I didn't think about when I asked the question. I'm like, Ooh, I do that. That's such a good point. I didn't even think about talking about that. So sometimes you just need it to trigger and jog your memory of things that you already do, but maybe just didn't come to you in the moment. And then it also helps with you with expression, expressing your ideas and making sure that, you know, people are going to understand you in the way that you put it and resonates. So let's kind of bring this back home and recap. If you are using social media in your business, then content creation is vital. Sometimes the creation of the content becomes the obstacle itself. Be sure what you are doing is aligning with your purpose, your expertise, your passion. Listen to those around you who have problems you can solve and create content about that, about that value, about those problems, how you can solve that, adding the service rather than the sale, build the trust that you know what you are talking about and you aren't coming from the icky sales perspective, but your true desire to help others. There's a difference and they can hear it. Lastly, when content becomes that big of a struggle, it's okay to use AI tools They are amazing at completing ideas or putting them in a way that translates to your people so that they can understand too. You don't use it to create the ideas, but you use it to help. We forget that it's always easier to edit somebody else's writing because the idea behind it is already there. Here's your chance to edit the AI and ensure it still sounds like you, but it gives you the head start. It gives you the boost. It helps you on those hard days. There are several AI tools out there and I've added the websites um, in the show notes so that you have them. I just want to put it out there. Okay. This is where it comes from. I am not an affiliate for any of the tools that I've put in the show notes. Truly coming to you with solutions to overcome common problem. There you have it folks all wrapped up. I hope you have a great week. If you have any additional questions about service content, reach out. All my contact info is in the show notes. And if you don't want to miss an episode, be sure to follow And if you like the episode so much, this one really resonated with you, please share it on social media. It gets it out there to more people who may need some help with creating content that also struggle with this and just tag me in it so I can thank you. All my social media info is also in the show notes. So thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, keep staying gritty. Hey friend, 
before you go, I would love to read your takeaways from this episode. I would be so blessed and grateful if you had a few moments to share your thoughts in a review. So just hop on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll below the episodes, and click on the purple write a review. Now, if this episode inspired you today to make a change, share it on your Instagram or your Facebook stories and tag me at The Gritty Coach. I would love to tag you back in my stories. Just remember to never give up. You never fail, you just learned a way how not to do something. So try again, I believe in you. And until we meet again, keep up the grid.